Welcome to Relationship Psych, the podcast, helping you understand how love turns to anger and even hate. Through the episodes, you will learn how to transform doomed relationships into exciting, intimate, and long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Amber Dawson. I'm a psychologist, author, and speaker. A few of my favorite things are my husband, Grapes, and my adorable little dog, Riggs. Now let's learn how to create a soul-crushing love that lasts. Hit subscribe in your podcast app so that simply by listening, you can learn to create a strong relationship. Relationships Psych, the podcast, is not meant to diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure any mental health or relational issue. For treatment, talk to a mental health or relationship professional in your area. In today's episode, we are talking all about a four-point roadmap to increase physical intimacy in your relationship. If your sexual relationship is as stale as month-old bread, this podcast will lay the steps to create a passionate and enjoyable sex life. Did you know most people in the USA and Canada have a really difficult time talking about sex with their partner? Now, this taboo topic is fraught with nerves, disappointment, insecurity, and feelings of failure. No wonder it is so hard to bring up. Well, part of our wiring tells us to steer clear of difficult conversations. Another part of our brain is wired to receive primitive, primitive orders to obtain sex. Here are the steps to increase physical intimacy and create a sex life that honors your primal instincts and keeps you going back for more. Now, if you've recently gone looking for our website, CCPRR, it's down for a rebrand. So stay tuned if you are looking for our resources or blog, it'll be back soon. Let's get talking about that roadmap. Here is the first point. One, being able to talk about sex with your partner. Now, I've already mentioned it's that taboo topic that we try to steer clear of. Now, in episode three of the podcast, I share with you the story of Estine Yankee in the episode called Arguing and Keeping Your Relationship Intact. Now, in that episode, we talk about what the show is about. So Etsy and Yankee are a young, ultra-Orthodox Jewish couple who find themselves in an arranged marriage. Esti experiences painful vaginismus, which is painful contracting of the vagina, making tra- penetration really painful and even sometimes impossible. Despite this, pressures from the community, Yankee's mother, whew, really want them to produce a child. Now, after their first week of marriage, Esti and Yankee have not been able to have intercourse, and Esti finds herself face-to-face with Yankee's mother, trapped in her own modestly furnished living room. She is backed into an awkward conversation about how to make Yankee feel like a king in bed. Can you imagine having that conversation with your mother-in-law, your mother-in-law being brought into air quotes, help <laughs> with your sex life before you even talk about it with your husband? Would you feel safe talking about sex with your husband after being confronted by your mother-in-law? I highlight what not to do here and hoping that you can think about what you could do because solutions are the secret sauce to overcoming difficulty, not backing someone into into a corner. 
So what we need to be able to do is talk. And here are some of the things we can talk about. So point two in our roadmap is discussing your likes and dislikes. So again, because it's so hard for us to talk about sex, just speaking our honest truth can become really hard. So be sure to stay away from criticizing or making your partner feel bad. But really, it's, it's okay to focus on what you do like and ask questions. I'll share a little story from the TV show Outlander. Now, in the TV show Outlander that follows the story of Claire Randall, who is inexplicably transported from her time to 1743 by the stones of Craignedon. She marries a strapping young Scottish lad named Jamie Fraser to protect her from being handed over to one of the story's main antagonists. While Claire and Jamie did not know each other well at the time of their marriage, their marriage quickly buds into a lusty passion. After consummating their marriage the first time, during the kind of prolonged sex scene, you see how they go about consummating their marriage. And you see her asking questions. Does that hurt? Do you want me to stop? And he answers. They're beginning to communicate about sex. After they finish, he tells her, I thought my heart was going to burst. They start sharing with each other and asking questions in just these little small ways. They're just honest, just sharing what they're thinking. These are itty bitty, teeny weeny little conversations, but they are huge when it comes to communicating their likes, dislikes, and sharing their inner experience. If we don't share with our partner, they will never know our inner worlds. Point three on our roadmap. I don't have a TV show that demonstrates this one, but it's really important. It's creating a ritual around initiating and declining sex. A main point for so many of my clients is feeling massive rejection around sex and just the pain that comes with that. They tell me the times in the early relationship where they got difficult no's and because they don't know how to talk about it, it leads to deep pain. Equally, because of the no's, now they don't know how to get started. In early relationship, we are filled with more lust and passion, but it seemingly wears off as time passes it's important to talk about how to initiate. So let's imagine the differences in this scene. A man arrives home from work and a woman is making dinner. She's fraught with emotion after her own stressful day at work and her stomach is growling because she had to skip lunch. Her mouth is salivating for the steaks on the barbecue. Her husband, unaware of her day, had great news about his day after receiving a promotion. He's eager to share the news with her and wants to celebrate by physical connection. As he walks in, he's oblivious to her frayed nerves and her hunger and grabs her in a passionate embrace. How do you think she'll react? Remember, she's hungry and she's stressed. Do you think she's in the mood? Okay, now imagine the the second scene. You know, he's equally stoked about his promotion and he still wants to physically connect. But in the second scene, he comes home and has say says, hey, sweetheart, I had an awesome day. I would like to connect and make love to you. What can I do to get you in the mood? Okay, think, how would that go? How do you imagine she would react? She's hungry, she's stressed. Do you think she'd react better, worse to the first one? Okay, and let's have a third option. So she's still hungry, she's still stressed, she's still fraught with nerves, and he is still stoked and wants to connect. The third option is they have a candle and they light it to signal to the other person that, hey, it's time, I'm in the mood. And this is the ritual for initiation. So he walks in, he says hi, he walks over and lights the candle, and then the ball is in her court. How do you think she would feel? 
So there's three different options that allow here for initiation ritual. One is just go for it, one is to ask, and one is to have a signal. Now, different things work for different couples, and based on how we're feeling, we might need different rituals. It's different when we live with someone all the time than an early courtship. In early courtship, we go on a date and we might imagine having sex that follows that. But in day in, day out, when it's a regular Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, how are we supposed to know what's the cue that it is time for sex? And so different couples have to figure out unique ways to figure out how do they initiate sex. And due to her hunger and frustration, do you think she's in the mood immediately just because he is? Now, certainly sometimes we are. If our partner comes on and they show massive interest, we can be massively interested. But certainly it doesn't work all the time. So creating rituals to initiate and decline sex can be very important. Even couples that can gently decline sex but still find a way to decline to spend time together end up having more sex. It makes it easier to start up again. Now, the fourth point in our roadmap is to be creative and keep sex interesting. In early relationship, novelty is an exciting aspect of sex. Just because a relationship has gone on for a long time doesn't mean your relationship needs to be stale or your relationship in your sex life needs to be stagnant. So get creative. Being creative could mean a new position, having sex at a different time of day or in a new room. Creative could also just be being a little more spicy. It could be putting down a plastic sheet, covering each other in oil, oil and rolling around for a sexual hoedown. It could be role plays. It could be naked twister. You know, it could be planning a getaway where sex is the main activity. Now again, this requires talking. To change up the sex means finding a new way to communicate in a way that you can talk about new ideas, where you're open to suggestions, but also being comfortable to decline when you do not want to do something. Sex in a long-term relationship does not have to be stagnant and boring. It surely will be different than anticipation, suspense, and uncertainty that comes with sex in an early relationship. The benefit of sex with a long-term partner is learning each other in a deep way that heightens passion, sensation, and connection because you know each other so well, the likes and dislikes, and it feels safe. Our partner can become our best sexual playmate. Learning to work together to honor our primal needs while respecting our individual differences and the real stresses of daily life is how we honor the delicate type tightrope walk of creating powerful and intimate sex. So I hope you enjoyed those four points to creating the roadmap to increase physical intimacy in your relationship. Because as you've heard, your relationship does not need to be as stable as that month old bread. So let's get creative and let's gently, softly, with some enthusiasm, start talking to our partners about creating the sex life that we dream of. Thank you for tuning in to Relationship Psych, the podcast put on by Ember Relationship Psychology. If you're looking for more free relationship help or advice that comes straight from the couple's therapy room, check out the free resources and the blog at www.emberrelationshippsychology.com.